0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 361st episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. We got a full hog ham show for you guys today.
1: Did you uh, just say 650, isn't it? 362? Oh, is it? Yeah. 62? Isn't it? Wait, what did I, I,
2: oh, I. I've got no idea.
1: I'm pretty sure you said 61st. Is it not the 61st? <laughs>
0: If I had a website that had every podcast episode, oh, it is the <laughs> three hundred and sixty is- second episode.
1: <laughs> oh, banner start of the Pokemon podcast. <laughs> Look, I spent ten hours in a
2: car yesterday.
1: I know, I know, and I appreciate it. But does
2: it really take that long?
1: Uh, five, yeah, hours it's and five, five hours. Five hours both
2: way. Uh, Oh, you did that all in one day? Yeah, Yeah. that was the
1: thing that I was like, what? But, you know. It
2: worked. Uh, Greg is here.
1: I am here. Hello. Uh, Greetings from the newest, newest region, Galar. It's Pride Month still.
2: (laughs) 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 Yesterday (laughs) was Capital Pride.
1: Yeah. Oh, was it? Did you go?
2: No, I was doing Community Day.
1: Oh. Priorities. I
2: I couldn't get off of podcast work to enjoy some capital pride celebrations.
0: Mm. Will, hello.
2: Hello. Update. Very important clanging and banging update. Um, I have switched from bro splits to push-pull-leg, as some people call it, the PPL. Today was a push day. Oh. Some say that that is the key to massive gains.
1: That is, in some people's theories, the key to massive gains. So you're doing... is there a rest between is it back to back? Are you six doing six days, days of push wow. Six
2: days of PPL.
1: You are you are clanging and very much banging if you're doing that. That's a yes. tough schedule.
2: Well, but I've already been working out yeah. seven days a week as it is. It's just it's now I'm switching off one cardio day for uh for a weights day.
1: Mm. You're gonna be buff. You can do, do it that, my best. You Do know, that god of war.
2: Jeez. I'm going to be the daddy Gen of war. Con. That's what it's going to be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> look for Will Addison, God of War at Gen Con this year.
0: Okay. We got a lot to talk about.
1: We have a lot. Something may have happened.
0: We haven't. Uh, we had the official Sword and Shield direct. It was 15 minutes long. We're going to spend the majority of the episode talking about that. A couple things before we get in. There was a leak of sorts and there's whatever there's debate about whether you should call something a leak or a rumor or speculation the reason i'm comfortable using the word leak is the person who has leaked it predicted everything in the trailer and then a bunch of other stuff that was not in the trailer probably safe to say that person is right since they predicted everything like two weeks before the trailer came out or something like that we're not talking about that leak i know that leak exists I know that leak revolves around a Pokemon I like a lot. People keep tweeting me it. I've read it. Look, I know. I haven't done anything leaks. I read it. It's fine. We're not going to talk about it. If you want to go to 4chan or Reddit or wherever it's posted, I'm sure it's on a bunch of other websites. You're more than welcome to.
1: I do not want to know. I don't... I mean, like, I... When I get closer, I don't mind leaks, but like, this far in the past, all I do whenever I read them is the night Stew whether it's real or not, and what parts are real or not, and it's not an enjoyable experience. But like when they say, Hey, we've hacked the demo and released the Pokedex, then I'm on board. But this early in the game it just bothers Agreed. me. I It Agreed. just bothers because it's too far out and there's no way to confirm. And then I just sit there and stew on it. And I feel then like my the brain... way
0: to confirm is they got everything right up to the point.
2: Yeah. Nah. But.
0: There's, I know, there's still that, like, moment of disbelief, like, when we all saw Incineroar, Marina and, um, Decidueye, people will, for the longest time were like, these look bad, these look fake, how are these real, and we we saw them, like, what, eight months before?
1: Yeah, I'm not, I just, it's just, it's too far out for me to, like, not be, like, bothered by it. Whether it's true or not, all I would do is just wonder if it's true or not, because I won't have a way to confirming it for eight months <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm fine. Also, I'm kind of mad that it's not being released before Thanksgiving. When I take my vacation, it's the week before the week of Thanksgiving.
0: <sighs> oh, wait, wait, what? It is? Yeah. Yeah, November 15th. Thanksgiving
1: is late Oops,
2: this year. Spoilers.
1: Wait, is it really? Is
0: Thanksgiving yeah. not? Oh, is Thanksgiving the 29th?
2: Yep. Or it's the 28th, I'm 28th.
1: So. It's late this year.
0: Oh weird! Yeah. I thought it was the twenty first.
1: So I was all excited because usually it comes out the Friday before. I'm like, yeah, I'll have my whole week to play, and now I don't. Oh man, <laughs> I'm mad about it.
0: That's so weird. I didn't think about that.
1: Yeah, um, it's it's a weird time to pick. I mean, it's not. It's whatever. It's it's. I'm sure it's the formula before. Christmas for the optimal hype, buy time, whatever it is, it just doesn't work for my personal schedule of wanting to play it over Thanksgiving.
0: We will be talking about everything in the trailer, as always on this show, if it's on Pokemon's website, if they tweeted about it, if they did a 15-minute direct, we're talking about it. So just a heads up, if there is something in the trailer, like a squirrel they didn't talk about... But if you slow down the trailer, you see an obvious squirrel in the audience. We're going to talk about that (laughs) because it is. Wow, I'm going to learn a lot today. There's there's, that is in the trailer. We're going to talk about some color theory, and that's pretty much it. There's probably some other Pokemon news that happened. Uh, We're not worried about. I'm not worried about it. Let's just talk about the Sword and Shield stuff. If we have time, we'll fit it in. But Sword and Shield stuff. Question of the week, Pokemon of the week. That's the episode. Before we dive in, I drove five hours to Minnesota to do Pokemon Community Day at Victory Memorial Park, which had 51 stops. It's Adventure Week, so you get ten times the experience for any new stops. 51 stops I've never spun before. Popped a lucky egg. Uh, I walked away, I think, without counting anything else, I walked away with 400,000 experience or something of the sort with catching and spinning those stops. I will say, all in all, not worth it. (laughs)
2: Wow. Like not exper- even the friend time you got to spend with Greg. Well, that
0: stuff was worth it. Experience alone, I feel like not worth it. I feel like experience alone, you're kind of we're kind of in the point where it's like just pop a lucky egg and get four star friends with a couple people because that's 200,000. Well, you're already level 40. Yeah. You are, but I'm just like I don't know, you could I guess you could crunch the math and do all that stuff, but as somebody who is not level 40 like Irene and my friend Alex, who I think a lot of the stops he hasn't spun even though he lives there. It just didn't like it just didn't seem super super worth it. I mean maybe if you were like an hour away it was probably more worth it.
1: But I you... mean it was more worth it for Alex for sure. It was right there. Yeah. To oh, 10 minutes out of his day to get there. Like I mean and Victor I will say this. Yesterday's crowd was non-existent compared to other communities. And I think people thought that they had gotten rid of I mean they got rid of half the stops. But I think people just thought then why go there? So the crowd that was there was tiny. Like in previous community days, you know that round circle area with has like the Lincoln Memorial and all that stuff. That's usually just packed with twenty, thirty people just hanging out in that area. And yesterday were maybe five. So it was a very slow community day. So spawns were also slow because there just weren't people there.
0: Oh, I thought the, I thought the spawns were fine. I guess I don't
1: know. I mean, they were fine, but they weren't like Mall of America happening when there's so many people. Like the difference between previous community days where they just like pop five, six, seven, eight, nine at a time that would happen at both locations and yesterday it was still spawning probably a more normal rate but it wasn't what i was used to
2: yeah. but there was also that problem in europe right yes yeah there was the
1: problem in europe yes
2: europe will be getting
0: another slack off day this summer because they something went wrong which is like weird cuz i saw a lot of people saying they had no spawns and i saw some screenshots of you know <laughs> a bunch of spawns and none of them were slack off. And then Ugh. I saw other people saying, like, oh, I did Community Day in Germany, and it was great, and it was fine. Um, So, I, Europe's big.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm not sure what broke where, because some people in Europe were saying it was working, some weren't. Either way, Neatik tweeted uh, that there will be another Slack-off Community Day for Europe. I think this has happened once or twice with the Asian community uh pacific community days where they got they had to like redo two of them for whatever reason so uh europe has that uh long story short i would rather go to mall of america over victory memorial park (laughs) (laughs) even though mall of america i think maybe has like 15 stops and like six gyms something like that maybe even 20 stops um No, it's pretty small. Victory Memorial has 51, I think, is the total number.
1: Down from 106. Don't need to get me started.
0: Mall America has air conditioning. Spawns are just as good. They have food. They have uh, good bathrooms. Uh, I would rather be in that environment than to be outside in the sun, getting burnt and sweating. I literally went to Target afterwards to buy a new shirt.
2: I... Boy, I didn't even know this existed, and it was fortuitous that I went to CVS yesterday morning, and I said, well, let me get some sunscreen because I want to wear a tank top out for community day. I'm going to be down at the National Mall and etc. cetera, and I've got all these muscles now that I have to show off. Yeah. There is now SPF 100 sunscreen. Yes, there 100. is. 100. You know what? I asked several times yesterday. I said, Brittany, have I changed color at all? And she said, no, you have not. I am as still as milky white as I was yesterday morning. That stuff is beautiful.
1: Wait, I did don't- 55 plus. Don't
2: you want a tan? Heck no. Oh, my mistake. Any change in your skin, co- skin color is damage to your skin. I don't want that skin cancer. Thank you very much. All right, all right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I kind of want a little, like I, d- I don't no, mind tanning.
2: No, it's, oh my God, tanning is so Midwestern. Let me tell you, the only people I have ever met that are so devoted to tanning are Midwestern people. It is not an East Coast thing.
1: That's because you're all East Coast intellectuals in your Ivy Towers are sh- shunning the hard work that we do on the farms. Fine with me. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of
0: farms...
1: Oh, here we go. Prepare
0: to explore the wild area and join a max raid battle in Pokemon Sword and Shield launching on November 15th. That is the headline this press release that Nintendo sent me used. Wild area, max raid battles. That's what they want to feature, which is okay.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of excited about it.
0: I'm going to go through the press release here. Uh, and then we'll back up and we'll go through the trailer. We'll, we'll see where this takes us. So this can be an open conversation here about the whole trailer, but this is how the press release is formatted. Usually they put the, I don't know. Uh, there's, there's a, a rhythm to these press releases that they want. So we'll go through their rhythm, I guess. June 5th, 2019, new games feature Pokemon native to the Galar region, and the launch date of Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, the newest additions to the main series of Pokemon video game franchise, were announced today during a Pokemon Direct online presentation. Developers at Game Freak Inc. also provided a closer look at the newly discovered Pokemon in the Galar region, the setting of the highly anticipated games. Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield will be launching on November 15th, 2019, exclusively on the Nintendo Switch system. The Dynamax Phenomenon. Whew. I did alright with that word. You did. Alright, here. Good job. They're gonna use it like two more times.
1: (laughs) We're we're buckling down.
0: Uh, Dynamax is a (laughs) Phenomenon... Dang it! They got me the second time. (laughs) They got ya. Dynamax is unique to specific locations in the Galar region, where Pokemon can take on gigantic appearances during battle, and it's an integral part of the Pokemon battles in the region. Pokemon from the Galar region are able to Dynamax, and when they do, they become tremendously strong and receive a boost to their power. Trainers can only Dynamax their Pokemon once during battle and the Dynamax Pokémon will return to its regular form after three turns. Only trainers who possess a Dynamax band can Dynamax their Pokémon. All of the moves of Dynamax will turn into special Max moves. Max moves are powerful and can sometimes trigger additional effects. For example, the normal type Max move, Max Strike, has the additional effect of lowering speed stat of its opponent that it hits. The max moves the players Pokemon can use are determined by the kind and types of the moves they knew before Dynamaxing.
2: Let's talk about Dynamax, but can I can can I start the conversation with a reading of a conversation I had with someone um last week. Sure. It's it's brief. Alright, so this is from someone we'll call him Will for because that's his name. Um, yeah. so he says Uh, Did you see the things with the battling? And I responded, Dynamax? And he said, and the trainer battles. What about trainer battles? With the giant mons. And then I say, that is Dynamax. And he says, and the giant pokeballs. And I said, yes, that is Dynamax. And he says, that's making giant Pokemon. I need to get a switch so bad. Yes, Three times, I had to say. Dynamax. <laughs> Dynamax.
1: That is called the Dynamax. All right, so. <laughs> Pokemon Company's still searching for what they want to do. So, Dynamax, you're in between Mega and Move.
0: Uh, <laughs> kinda.
1: Yeah, I mean, their moves change. It affects all of them. The Pokemon grows large, but instead of lasting the entire time it's for a maximum of three turns.
2: Yeah. I, I'm so, loving it. I love it.
1: I mean, I think it's great. I think it's very cool looking. I think it's still them searching for what they want to do. Like, where the middle ground that makes them happy with Mega and Z Moves. I don't think they'll ever be happy, though. No, they'll never be because, happy. Because, like,
0: even even if... So, they, they were happy with Z Moves. I think, yeah. So, in in, in interviews, they said that They thought the the reception to mega stuff was kind of mixed and they said that i'm paraphrasing here you can go find the interviews if you want um that they weren't really happy with mega evolution at the end of the you know cycle um and so at the end of the z move cycle they said that people were very excited and happy about it i you could argue that people are not happy about z moves now (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but they said that there was a better reception to Z-moves than there were Megas. What's weird is Megas was a gimmick they kept throughout Gen 7. Yep. Every Gen 7 game, Let's Go Pikachu, Sun and Moon, Ultra, all had Megas. Megas are weird cuz they have their own Pokédex entry. So it, yep. you would assume that they're going to keep going with them and not cut them. Um but Z-moves are gone, which I guess was kind of a given right it's yeah
1: i think it's locked in specifically to yeah
0: have the dance and then the z move i mean i guess like they they could at the very end be like okay you unlocked a z crystal to touch your dynamax but they're really good at leaving features behind so like i was not surprised that like when i saw dynamax i was like okay cool this is the thing replacing z moves and replacing gems in black and white because gems are real awful
2: Would you stop with your gem hate? Oh man, the gems were
0: way (laughs) worse than Z-moves in my opinion. I don't know. There's probably somebody out there who loved gems. A bunch
1: of people love gems. I mean, gems had a very specific use. And I think gems were the start of the Z-move. Like, you got one super-powered thing off, if you could use it correctly, say with Z-moves. I think what's interesting about Dynamax is, unlike Z-moves, where if you could predict it and protect against it, like much of the Z move was wasted almost. Now that it's Dynamax and it's like Z move adjacent, you have three options in which to pull out one of four possible Z moves. And like you won't know necessarily what that opponent has because you don't know what they built their team to be or what moves they put on there. And you won't know what move they're going to use in Dynamax form. So I think it, it adds a lot of interesting options to the competitive scene that like Z moves didn't have like Z moves. It was just when, when am I going to launch this off that, that they aren't going to be able to block. Usually people try to hit it when it was a switch in. So you just got the full in their face or after they, you know, like there was some prediction there, but this I think gives people more time. There's a wide variety of moves that they can use. They're not sure what you're going to do, because it could be any of the four. I think it's a very interesting concept.
2: So, yeah, but I think, like, for me, the whole thing with Dynamax is it It kind of... Like, the problem with Mega Evolutions was we got to that point where the VGC meta was, like, everybody's using Mega Kangaskhan yeah. because you Mega Evolve it and you're good to go. Well, that, and I think... what
0: That was the problem with, like, Black and White, is everyone was using specifically flying right. gems because of acrobatics. Yes. Because what yeah. was acrobatics was like you got the boost with acrobatics, you used the gem. Now acrobatics is still strong because it's based around not having a held item.
2: And well, boost it. Yeah, and also I mean, the genies, but whatever. And but those. here's <laughs> the thing. The the fact that Dynamax only lasts for three turns makes it a strategic decision now because yeah. it's like do I dynamax before my opponent dynamaxes? and which of their Pokemon is going to Dynamax, it's probably not based on a held item, right? It's like you can Dynamax any of your Pokemon as long as you're in the Dynamax area.
0: And as long as you... No, well, as, it says as long as you have the bracelet, which obviously you're probably... You're getting the bracelet before the first
2: gym. You're
1: getting the bracelet, yeah. Or you're getting the bracelet at the gym. Like, I'm not sure when yeah, you're you get that bracelet. Yeah, not necessarily
2: before the first gym, because it was like the fourth gym to get your Mega Evolution in X and Y, so...
0: Uh no, no rush on well, that. Well, they show the gym leader Dynamaxing against you.
2: Yeah, right. but we don't know what number gym that is. What is it, Milo? Milo.
1: Yeah, oh, they, my said,
0: boyfriend they Milo. said
2: he was the first gym leader.
1: Yeah, they did say he was the first. All right.
0: Dynamax, I'm going to break this down in battle real quick um, because your moves do change, uh, which is a little bit different. So there's a, there's some screenshots here that, that if you stop it, you can screenshot, you can compare with the before and after. So in this battle, also if, if this is supposed to be the first gym leader, again, this isn't the trailer, so this is not a spoiler. You just have to slow it down. They're using an Eldeg- Eldegoss, which we'll talk about yeah. at level nineteen, mm. and that is their—I think their second Pokémon. Because if you look at the screenshot, their first Pokémon is fainted, and they have an Eldegoss out here at level nineteen, which is like, yeah, the first gym leader is at nineteen.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. Wow. Usually, like they're at twelve, right? like Brock well the, they, oh, they've they been
1: between I... 12, and 15 commonly so this is a little higher yeah
0: um, again this I mean just because it's in the trailer doesn't mean it's final right they've shown right. trailers and not shown some parts and now we know that they're uh, so the Grookey in battle here's level 15 the Grookey in battle knows scratch razor leaf growl and taunt dark type move that means Grookey's final evolution will be dark no I'm just kidding <laughs>
2: <laughs> How dare well, you if Pikachu dare can you, learn so. double
0: kick It doesn't mean it ends up being fighting So the Grookey's at level 15 Scratch, Razor Leaf, Growl, Taunt The Dynamax button is there It has 41 out of 41 HP It then Dynamaxes Is in battle It's HP goes up It goes to 61 to 61 So it looks to me That it gets a 50% HP boost So I'm assuming if it had 21 out of 41 HP, it would probably boost its HP to 41 at, out of 61,
2: would be my guess, or
0: yeah, 30 no. out of You 62, have been no, shiny
2: hunting way too long. Be, You're doing all this math and everything. So, Who knows? So <laughs>
0: 21 out of 41 is 100%. If it was at 21, or sorry, 41 out of 41, 100%. 21 out of 41, about 50%. So if a Dynamax get a 50% boost, it would be 31 after out of 61. Ideally, I mean, who knows, but I'm assuming it seems like it's a 50% HP boost. How that works when your Pokemon is damaged, no one knows. But the more important thing here is its moves. Scratch, which is a normal type physically attacking move, turns into Mach Strike. Razor Leaf turns into a grass type move called Max Overgrowth. Growl, which is a normal type non-damaging move, turns into Max Guard. And Taunt, which is a normal or a dark type non-damaging move turns into max guard
2: so they both turn into max guard correct
0: so mm. there's a probably a limited amount of max moves there are so when we did talk about that there's probably strategic where you don't know what max you don't know what moves they're going to have on top of you don't know what max moves you're going to have probably near end game stuff you can probably predict these physical moves turn into this these moves turn into this. These moves like growl or taunt or tailwind or protect probably turn into max guard, which then adds another layer of strategicness, right? So right. if you pl- if you're playing a very def- like if you're playing a torna- tornado tornat tornadus with you know tailwind protect taunt and uh, air- acrobatics. Three of those might be Max Guard, which makes you maybe not want to run some of those
1: moves. Yeah.
0: Or, you know, maybe Tornadoes is just not a per- Pokemon that you waste your Dynamax on. I think overall, it's way more interesting than Megas.
1: Agreed. And, and also, they don't have to come up with 800 new <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Z moves
1: Forms. And moves.
0: I will say, out of the entire trailer, it kind of sucks. We're starting with this. This was the thing I saw most complained about. Like, oh, this is the gimmick. It looks dumb. I don't want a Dynamax. It looks really bad. Why are Pokemon get like you? I, I can keep going with complaints. But like, out of the entire trailer, we we always I I don't know why we talk about people that complain. We complain about the people complaining. That's fine, I get yes. it. But this was the this was the thing that was hated the most.
1: Well, Are you I mean serious? people Okay, I will say people always hate the gimmick, right? Whenever the gimmick is, is shown, they're like, Ugh, I don't like I don't like X gimmick because they're hit or miss with their gimmicks. Like it sometimes they're super fun and sometimes they're just forgettable. Like contests were a gimmick for a while. And people sort of look at it and goes, I never use it, I never wanted to use it, I just want my base game. And, you know, that's fine, but people ended up loving Z-moves, a lot of people lo- ended up loving Megas. Like, I think...
0: But if you were the person that w- did not love those, the right. game didn't force you to do that besides right. the tutorial. Like, I went through all of Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon without ever using a Z-move. Yeah. And it wasn't I because I hated much. Z moves. It was just because I f- I I felt that <laughs> I could use a Z move once every battle, and if the opponent's pokemon, uh, if the opponent only had one pokemon, it felt a little cheap to me, and everyone plays their game differently. Yep. But I was like, I don't want to one-shot the tro- the totem pokemon because I want to actually see this battle play out, not because I'm looking for difficulty. But because I'm curious what it's going to call in for help. I want to know. So that was more of like an exploration. I want to like see this game out instead of just Z moving, Z moving, Z moving. Also, I'm sick of watching that animation. But uh, <laughs> like Black and White never forced you to use gems. You know, besides the, you know, them giving you Lucario and having you Mega Evolve to teach you. You can go through all of X and Y and all of Omega Ruby Uber Apple Sapphire without ever needing a mega pokemon so i think the same thing is here obviously they're going to show you how to dynamax but if this is not for you if you decided before you even tried it that you don't want to do this that's all good don't worry about it yeah no need to get all in a tiffy that's a british word right al
2: would be proud no it is not okay never mind i don't
1: know what i don't know what a tiffy is it's
2: not it's not a word at all
1: tizzy you can get all in a tizzy about something i don't know know what in a huff
2: i just i i was thrilled with dynamax i i don't understand it's like why can't people just allow their imaginations to go wild and be like wow we have these like huge pokemon just appearing like it's so cool and enjoy that and rather than pick it apart and uh people need to chill
1: I love it. I think it looks fun. I, I'm a little... Like, the fact that every Pokemon in the trailer had the same sort of weird red vortex clouds above their heads was just a little... Eh, I, mean, I don't necessarily like that aesthetic. <laughs> I kind of wish it would change kind of types, and it may. They just may have shown that, but I was like, that's the only part of it that I was like, well, that well, the top is kind of not interesting but the rest of it looks like a lot of fun
0: and if it ends up being you know not fun just don't activate the dynamax
2: yeah it'll be discontinued in gen 9 or whatever
0: oh I'm sure it'll be discontinued in gen 9 regardless I'm sure they'll have another battle gimmick yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, they'll have something else
0: we'll come back I'm sure because dynamax there's other stuff alright pokemon gyms this is the second part of this press release Pokemon gyms are found in stadiums throughout the Galar region to attract trainers that are experts in specific types of Pokemon. To become champion, players will need to defeat the top trainers in each Pokemon gym known as the gym leader. Spectators flock to gyms, uh, gym stadiums to view these battles with gym leaders, which also which all f- often involve intense clashes between Dynamax Pokemon. Spoiler, I'm sure all the gym leaders will Dynamax. <laughs> I'm sure they will. The matches are also broadcast on television throughout the Galar region. Milo, the Grass type gym, uh, th- gym leader, and is well liked by trainers of Milo is a Grass type gym leader and is well liked by trainers of his gym. His credo is to always enjoy battles, and he specializes in enduring matches using Grass type endurance matches using Grass type Pokemon. We've seen one gym leader. His name is
2: Milo, yes.
1: and he's I my love boyfriend. It.
2: I love the stadium. I love, I the, love the stadium. I love having the people in the audience and everything yeah, like
1: that. It it makes the whole thing feel very epic like I'm just imagining walking in to that situation like just both like imagination-wise also in playing the game just finally walking and having all these people cheering and like that level of attention to that battle makes you just feel like you're doing something big even though it's probably just a gym battle in essence the fact that they're putting a lot around it makes it feel pretty epic i'm just curious if they are going to have trainers buff for the gym leader or if it's every gym is just you go face that gym leader because it didn't look like in the trailer like you went in and then you fought Three people before you got to the gym leader. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, have like, to fight did...
2: three youngster Joey's before you yeah. get to Milo.
1: That
0: that leak tells you what happens. <laughs> I won't tell you what happens.
1: Please don't, because then I'll be thinking that it's a lie.
0: But I will say this is like twenty years in the making, right? Like when you f- even when, when when you're like a kid, I, and it, I guess it's easy for me to say that because I was a kid when Red and Blue came out. But like the coolest there was a. There were some things that, like, stood out to me as a kid. And it's funny because you were, like, people can't... When we were talking about Dynamaxes, people... Well, it was, like, people can't use their imagination. Like, as a kid playing Red and Blue and having, like, these pixel graphics, like, I still had the imagination that I'm, like, this powerful trainer and I'm trying to, like, be the best, right? And uh, as corny as that sounds, like, that's, you know, why... You know, as an adult, I'm recording a podcast about Pokemon... Like things like the t v show like helped me build that imagine- imagination. Say what you will about Ash being a garbage trainer, but he's in these environments where he's surrounded by all these people in these huge tournaments, and you just think like, "Oh, I want that, even going so far as like Pokemon Stadium as a kid being in these stadium battles with those you know awful graphics, but having an announcer seeing your Pokemon go from like these black and white two d sprites to these 3D models like those were things that as a kid they're very simple and there's something i wanted in black in in red and blue and now they're realized and even a game like let's go pikachu let's go eevee got to that point where we've all battled brock a million times but when you, when you walk into brock's gym and let's go pikachu let's go eevee there's actual spectators and seats and it feels yep. more epic even though you've done that battle Probably a dozen times in your life. Now we know there are squirrels hiding in the gym.
2: <laughs> Somehow I
0: missed that. You have to really slow it down to see it. You there's,
1: really have there's to like
0: like two of them. But gyms are back. People are very happy about this. I I, lo- I was one of the few that liked trials. I
1: I enjoyed trials. I don't mind going back to gyms. I you know it it feels like maybe. These gyms might be run more like the trials, where there's probably a part before you have to go out on the field and then you face a gym leader and that it sort of has that trialish feel. Like it's interesting. Um, so I, I don't mind that they're back. Um, I just hope that they have the same sort of feel that the trials did.
0: I just don't I just can't like pinpoint why people disliked trials so much and are clamoring for gyms because I think like Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, like just reaffirmed my thoughts on gyms, which are they're just they're just incredibly straightforward to the point of and I, I use this example. I don't know if I've used this example before, but I've used it when I m when I when i am streaming of like you just like as as long as you know the rules of the gym, you're fine. Right. So like why would if I have a water Pokemon and I'm fighting against Blaine, why would I not use my water Pokemon and if I'm send out my water Pokemon and he sends out a Rapidash, I'm just gonna use Surf and then he's gonna send out a Magmar and my best option is Surf and then he's gonna send out a Another rapid dash because it's gen one. They ain't got that many Pokemon, and I'm going to well, surf worked for the first one. <laughs> I'm going to surf again, and then all of a sudden, four moves later, you're done. And that's kind of how I felt about like every gym in that game. Okay, Erica. Well, I'm I have a fire Pokemon. I have a nine tails flamethrower. Okay, flamethrower. Okay, flamethrower. Oh, you survived with one HP. Okay, you used poison powder. Okay, flame. Okay, now you're dead. All right, next. Oh, flamethrower. Okay, we're done. And that's and uh, y- y- sh- okay. Let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee.
3: <laughs>
0: not the hardest game in the world, although I would argue nope. not all most Pokemon games are not hard, but even I just recently nope. played through X and Y, it's the same thing there too. Uh and sure, th- uh, there there might be a gym leader that has like a Pokemon that has, you know, a, a type that can survive a hit or two. Um, and there's always situations where, you know, you didn't you skipped all the trainers on a route going through the forest and you're like four levels under level and you know it's a little bit harder because you're not the same level as the gym leader, but for the most part, if you know what the gym leader is using and you're at the appropriate level, it's pretty much a cakewalk. And so like not that I want Pokemon games to be harder, but at least with trials They usually had something where you couldn't one-shot the trial Pokemon unless you were extremely overleveled. And because you couldn't one-shot it, by that time it called in a Pokemon, and it just kind of made that battle a little more interesting.
2: Yeah. Well, the problem is people, and there's just a significant number of people out there who don't want it to ever change. And they just want to keep playing the same game over and over and over and over again, and that means gyms. And that's it, period. They don't want any changes, they don't want anything different, ever.
1: I mean, I think they're willing... Like, but then people, people complain like, that
0: the Elite Four is the same.
1: Yeah. And it's... I, I, I think there's something about getting... So there's, some, there's been like re- constant reinforcement, constant reinforcement about the importance of the gym badges. And I think when you got to Z-Crystals, it didn't feel the same. Even though it's essentially the same, it didn't feel the same. There wasn't, like, you you didn't defeat a gym leader. The gym leader didn't have a uh, personality. You defeated the totem Pokemon and then you got the Z-Crystal and then you, you sort of weren't fighting against somebody and I can see why people missed that aspect of the it. The human there as- is aspect. Like the, the sort like of the human... D- dragon like
0: Dragon trial doesn't have a person there.
1: Right. So, I, I can kind of see it that way. Like, you know... There's no Misty for the ice Z crystal. There's no Brock for the rock Z crystal. Like, there is something unique there about, especially towards later games and especially in the anime, where they made a bigger deal out of the gym leader and those badges felt like something and you could add them to your badge collection. You know, Z crystals, if you wanted to get a tattoo of the badges of Sun and Move, you were getting. 17 Z crystals all down <laughs> your back. Like it's, it doesn't. It doesn't feel the same. That's not to say that it's bad, but I get where people were coming from. That it just didn't feel the same. I think gyms, as they were in previous games, are like you just you find the Pokemon in the route before that can deal with the type that's in the gym coming up, and then you grind that one out and go defeat the gym. Like there wasn't a ton of challenges there. Whereas Trials introduced, especially in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, you didn't know sometimes what the second one was going to be called right. into, and what got called in added a lot of challenge and difficulty to that, which I think was very exciting.
0: Right, and it, it gives you that simple choice, too, of like, which I, which, I, which I praise. Like, I don't think Sun and Moon are hard games, but when you're in, like, I think it's just so much interesting when you're in a battle, and there's two Pokemon versus one, and you're like, okay, if I attack this one first... What happens here, but what if I attack this one first? It just gives i mean maybe people just don't think, and they're just like whatever I'm just going to spam the same move over and over until they die, but that was so interesting,
1: yeah, I don't hate the gems are back i like I like the badge system i do um i I just want them to be more interesting like trials were. I liked trials as well i you know if we went to a trial system, I would be happy with it. Um, I, I I do say that the island kahunas didn't necessarily leave as strong as of impression necessarily sometimes, but some of them really did. Like, you know, it varied from crystal to crystal. Um, whereas gyms just feel like I can play to this point and then I've completed X chapter of the game. Like it's divided out amongst eight and Trials didn't feel that way. Like, there's a couple, there's like a wide variety of things that run into why people didn't like Trials. But I still think previous gems were mostly uninteresting. Um, The puzzle beforehand was hit or miss, whether it was interesting. Like, you know, the fairy gem was just figure out the teleporters, which was the same concept (laughs) as the psychic gem. The psychic gem was just walk a bunch of paths that... All really led to one area there was not a way to go wrong in the psychic gym. It just looked really cool, and I'm down for it looking really cool, but that wasn't a puzzle. Um The ice gym in x and y was just click on the switch until they lined up properly. There wasn't much there, like familiarity does breed a lot of people's preferences. they are really familiar with that, and they like having the badges and I get that it. But I do agree it didn't make Jim's interesting. Trials were interesting, but they also didn't have the same feel that Jim's did. So if they can find a way to bridge halfway through, and I, I sort of feel like maybe they've done that a little bit from the trailer. I won't know till I play the game. But I think like they learned a lot from what people liked about Trials and a lot of what people missed about gyms, and are hopefully trying to find that middle ground
2: and i'm just waiting to see what it's like right i'm not going to judge it ahead of time right. until i get a chance to actually play it and maybe like i can put on what do they call it in the uk a soccer kit i can i can don my <laughs> soccer kit because yeah. esports are real sports now
0: esports are real sports <laughs> so we just yeah, yeah esports real are, real sports sports are real sports now if the gym is easier or not that's not the end of the world for me. As long as like they're memorable and cool, I'm into that. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. I think like even though Blaine's fight in Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee is super easy, like his little pop quiz thing was very fun. Um which I guess is like an okay trade-off, I guess. Yeah. Uh but we'll we'll see that we'll, the 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 first gym looks cool. Yep. And there's people and there's squirrels hiding in it, so Mhm. We're going to take a break and then when we get back we we got the second half of this press release and we'll continue talking about squirrels and uh rivals and professors so we will be right back stop going to sam's club stop buying the four gallon tub of peanut butter okay, but
1: sam's club has some really good deals
0: stop 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 going to sam's club ah, the 18 pounds of cream cheese is on
1: Jeez, somehow,
0: I got two dogs that need pills. You can't eat eighteen pounds of cream cheese
2: before they expire. Fire. 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 Ah, the eighteen pounds of cream cheese is on sale. Ah, the, 18 is on sale. Ah, the eighteen
3: pounds of cream cheese
0: is on sale. And we are back from our break. I'm actually going to skip a part in the press release. We're going ex- to... That's, that's not Whoa. canon. We're going to skip the wild area for now.
1: Ooh, okay. Just, a, we had a lot.
0: We, that Which is next. We're going to talk about uh, people and culture of the Galar region. In Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, players will be traveling through the Galar region where they will find many unique locations such as cities where Pokemon and people work and live together. Oh, like Rhyme City in the Detective... Oh,
2: don't get yeah. me started.
1: Pikachu. But, uh, <laughs> but the biggest thing is Budu at that hotel area or whatever that is. i I'm so happy.
2: How can uh, you make a Budu work? It's just a little baby.
1: It's there to greet people and say, Hi, it's super cute, and this is the best place to be because there's a Budu here. That's how you do it.
0: Okay. Pokemon play an important role in the Galar region where many companies are eager to include Pokemon as part of their workforce. In Garlarian culture, Pokemon (laughs) battles are regarded as the most popular form of entertainment. Pokemon battles are held in stadiums where challengers and the gym leaders face off to the passionate cheers of fans and spectators. The Pokemon League is where trainers gather to compete in Pokemon battles to hone their skills players will have to battle the Pokemon gyms found around the region as they try to reach the pinnacle of the Pokemon League and earn the title of Champion. As residents of the Galar region, players will embark on their adventure to become champion and to meet many people and Pokemon along the way. First, we have Leon, who is the current champion of the Galar region and has never been defeated in an official Pokemon battle. Sure. Extremely popular for his (laughs) skills and personality. Leon holds the title of, quote, the greatest trainer of all of Galar. Before we move on to the other people, let's talk about Leon. Yep. Let's go through all the past champions. We have blue. Boring. uh, Or I guess red, depending on what version you're playing. But blue is the one that's (laughs) known The most. Uh, Then we have Lance, uh, which always was slightly weird to me, but okay. Uh, And then uh, we have, in Gen 3, we have Steven Stone. Yep. Uh, And then in 4, we have uh, Cynthia. The greatest. 5, we had Alder. And then since there's a sequel to 5, we had Iris. Kalos, we had Diantha. Also
1: great. Nah, forget it. Yeah,
0: seven. Great. We had no one. It was just a fight between either. Uh, it was a fight between what was sun and moon. Was like you fought Kikui.
1: Uh, yeah, Kukui. Kikui,
0: yeah. Second,
1: no, it was Kikui. Second X
0: and Y, uh, and oh, and or how? Which won't get on to how uh, how should have been <laughs> champion, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> I'm not. Not I'm, not I'm
0: not Okay, hold on. So going back to the more interesting ones like Diantha and like Cynthia, were they adver- I can't remember. Uh, were they advertised? The- Diantha was not advertised as champion. No. Was Cynthia advertised as champion? I wouldn't no. mean advertised. Like did they come out remember. and say like here's your champion of this game, it's Cynthia.
1: No, I don't remember them having Cynthia in the promo. They did Alder was shown, if I remember correctly, but Cynthia and Diantha were both surprised this is the champion. I yeah, mean,
2: because Diantha was supposed to be the movie star.
1: Right.
0: Well, there was nothing surprising about X and Y storyline. The minute no, you saw no, Diantha and Lord. Lysander, you were like, that's the bad guy, that's probably the champion. Like, they tried to pull the whole Giovanni thing on Lysander, and like, oh, he's the bad guy. He's like, no, he's the bad guy the moment I saw him. What about Stevens? like, what, uh, di- I, wasn't Cynthia undefeated? I'm just trying to say, like, figure out if this has ever been recycled.
2: Oh, I don't know that lore.
1: Um, I don't remember them ever saying that, specifically saying Cynthia was undefeated. I don't remember that. And, like, Iris um, wasn't
0: undefeated because no. you would have defeated her as a gym leader. Like, clearly, she was losing battles because she was giving out badges.
2: Well, I uh, battled Drayden, not Iris. So it's true.
0: He wears a cape. He has.
1: He wears a cape.
2: Obviously, he the has... bad guy. He's
0: wearing
3: a cape.
1: Yeah, he has unfortunate uh, Nike beard lines. Not good.
3: He's also wearing
0: like leggings and then like soccer shorts.
1: Yeah,
2: because well, happening?
0: With this outfit, well, wait, it's wait, wait,
3: wait—is
2: clear- he wearing shorts over his leggings? Yes. yes. Oh, this is this is pretty much standard these days, kids. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't know the last time you were in a gym, Steve, but that's what people wear.
1: Okay, all right, all right. Absolutely, he clangs and bangs because when if you've ever done deadlifts and ripped out all of your hair, you wear leggings because he that hurts. He has a
0: he has a Charizard. Yep. 809 Pokemon cataloged in the Pokedex. I I know there are seven more they're about to add. But boy, does the Pokemon company feed off nostalgia. Give the champion a Charizard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's because everybody wants to see a Dynamax Charizard. It's 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 the secret tie-in to Godzilla.
3: Yeah,
0: So when they first showed this I thought Because they like briefly Don't show the Charizard at first Right Right. They like show that there's a Charizard Behind him but it's real fast and you have to slow it down At first I thought it was Charizard Y Mega Charizard Y uh, But it was just they, they just did the thing and they were like Okay we're going to show all of Leon We're going to show all of Charizard And then you see it's a regular Charizard Is there any chance that they're giving him a Charizard because of Mega Evolution? Charizard is one of the two Pokemon that have split Megas. It's also very popular, but I can't help but think you could have gave him 800
2: other Pokemon. Yeah, no. I don't think this has anything to do with Mega Evolution. No. This is the Dynamax era. Mega Evolution is done.
1: I will say it's kind of clever that the lid of his baseball hat looks like a crown. It's a fun little touch his his outfit is a a lot that boy's wearing a lot
3: it's It's
0: something it's I a guess. lot
1: <laughs> it's a lot is what it is
0: he has a he has a younger brother uh which is your rival yep uh. His name is Hop, Leon's younger brother and will become one of the p- wording here. Hop is Leon's younger brother and become one of the player's rivals.
2: Oh, we're going to have more than one rival? Yeah.
0: It also says on the official Pokemon or sorry, it says on well, pokemon.com and Nintendo's website where they have the the stuff they this is the they also mentioned that Hop is, is not the only rival. Um, But here in the press release, it does say Hop uh, is one of the player's rivals. I didn't see a whole lot of people talking about that, but there's probably somebody else.
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, they're sort of like, they have a lot of people that you interact with in a lot of the games, so it doesn't feel so lonely. So I'm sure there are other, like...
0: Are they going to do the thing where if you pick the girl character, your rival is the boy, and if you pick the boy character, your rival is the girl? I mean, that could be the standard thing they do. That's what it they did with be. X and Y with Serena, Serena and Caleb.
1: Yeah, but they didn't do it for Sun and Moon. Yes, they did not. So
2: yeah, because I, those characters had character.
0: Yeah, yeah I Yeah, the think blank Hop look on always... their face was beautiful.
2: How did not have a <laughs> blank look on his face?
0: <laughs> no, I mean, your own character. <laughs> They would have add animate whatever their names were.
1: I think Hop will always be one of the rivals. I think I don't think it will switch. I think Hop will be because Hop has a story. Like you are here to crush his dreams of following in his older brother's footsteps. You are the bad guy in this game. Hop has a dream, and you will deny him this dream.
0: Uh, maybe he's really good though. I don't know.
1: No. We all know. We are here to crush his hopes and dreams. I have to look
0: at a picture of him again. I can't remember what he looks like.
2: Oh, nondescript ethnicity dude.
1: Yep. With a semi-crown hair.
2: Indeterminate ethnicity dude.
1: Racially ambiguous. He has a better uh,
0: dress code than his brother.
1: he got a lot of fur.
0: Hey. He's just listed as rival in my screenshot folder.
1: Faux Fo- low-punny just- fur.
0: Character one and character two,
1: <laughs> but yeah, we're the bad guys. We're crush. We're here to crush. Hop, make him regret trying to follow. Him that doesn't
0: necessarily best. make you a bad guy. Multiple people want to be a champion. Yeah, born to be a winner, born to be a champion, born to be the and very best. He will best.
1: have to rethink his entire life when you say, "Nah, you are not the champion. Everything you thought you should be, you can't be because we are it.
2: Uh, yeah, maybe- nah, fam." Maybe Go
1: reevaluate he, your life.
0: I don't know. Maybe he realizes that his brother's a jerk and he no longer wants to be a Pokemon trainer. Well, not, and now, then now you you've
2: spoiled to... the whole end of the game <laughs> and when you have Hop to real, realizes like... that his brother's the bad guy yeah. and you have to console him. Yep. Uh huh. I mean,
0: this is basic Pokemon writing. Let's not let's not pretend yeah. the story's gonna you know win an Oscar.
1: <laughs> well, it won't because it's not a movie, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: next we have Professor Magnolia. Is that how you say it? I
1: am excited for Professor Magnolia. I am I happy. like yeah, I like that character.
0: The main focus of her search is Dynamax.
1: So are we based off the trailer and based off the map assuming that that mansion that had the pit in front of it, the Pokémon battle pit in front of it is her house?
0: Uh oh, that like old British-looking yeah. house. Yeah, I would assume so.
1: Yep, she it lives there with Sonia.
0: Oh yeah, uh, I'll I'll do Sonia real quick. Sonia is the granddaughter of Professor M- Magnolia, as well as Leon's childhood friend. Besides being very knowledgeable and willing to offer help and advice to the player. Sonia is also the young researcher and Professor Mag- Magnolia's assistant. What is with them in assistance?
2: Sonia's the bad guy. Sonia's the evil Sonya's leader. the bad
0: guy. They did yep. this with Bianca in Black and White too. They are like, ugh. And they did it with Dawn. Was it Dawn in...
1: yeah.
2: Have have you ever met a university faculty member? Because trust me, I have been dealing with them for the past 23 (laughs) years. These people can (laughs) barely put their pants on every morning, let alone research on their own.
1: Also, there were assistants in Gen 1. They were around and you talked to them and they had no names and they had no characters. Oh, no, no, no. Those were
0: professor aides. They were not assistants. They were aides to the professor really big difference
1: (laughs) there what what is the big difference well please
2: unpaid internships exist in the pokemon world they just want to make it as real as possible
0: (laughs) Uh, i mean sure (laughs) Mm. i don't say i don't know if it bothers me but i felt like in gen 4 you barely interact with the professor it's always like dawn is this middle person you're talking to and then in yeah. Black and White Two, like you're talking to Juniper, I feel like a lot in Black and White One. She calls you, but in Two, it's like, oh, uh, Bianca's the one calling you, and it's like, well, I want to talk to somebody who knows what they're doing. I don't
1: well, want to talk to you, Bianca. Bianca. Knows what she's doing. Yeah, she's, she- she's older had and two wiser. Years. Yeah, she st- she helped you stop the end of the world or whatever was happening in that one.
0: It's a good way to sum up Black and White. <laughs> whatever was <laughs> happening in that one. <laughs>
1: I just, you know, hooray, we have another woman, Professor. Hooray, she is an older woman who is portrayed as competent. And she has a real sweet cane with, we, I'm assuming- Do we know if she's competent? I mean, she could be a yes. complete
0: goofball, like, uh- Yeah, that's true, she Bur- could Birch? be a goofball. Look, Birch was a goofball, I think.
1: Kikui was a goofball.
0: That's true, but he was- he, he had an evil undertone.
1: He did not.
0: Magnolia is a tree.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, just they all are trees.
0: Uh, they are flowers as well. Um, oh, it's a flowering tree. Yes. Some people. Ju- it's a
1: beautiful flowering tree. I love magnolia trees.
0: But it is a tree, so we're still on the uh, the tree bandwagon here.
1: I mean, there's a lot of trees in the world. <laughs> like <laughs>
0: I don't think they're running they out could... anytime soon.
1: By the time we'll have new hybrids because the world would be different by the time Pokemon Gen Thirty comes out, and we'll have trees that we had to replace the old trees with. And people were like, "Birch was not birch is not a tree," and we will have to say, "Well, when there were trees, birch was a tree."
0: So we we don't we don't know too much about these characters besides they showed them off, which is kind of yep. what I've expected. I expected us to get the rival, the professor. I did not expect the champion. Mm-mm. But uh that's what they gave us. Okay, let's talk about the Pokémon. We'll put the legend they put legendary Pokémon before everything else, but we're going to put we're going to put those in the back burner for it right now. All right. Uh we have Grookey, Scorbunny, Sobble, the press release love, love, love. does describe all of them here. They also do weight, uh height, ability, all that stuff. The ability is what you expect, overgrow, blaze, torrent. The stick that Grookey holds, originally from the forest where a group of Grookey lives, is imbued with special powers after being exposed to the energy with Grookey's body. Its green fur creates energy from sunlight. When Grookey drums with its stick near wilted flowers and leaves, they regain their color. Score Bunny uses its powerful legs to confuse and disorient its opponents by running and jumping around them. Because the soles of its feet can become very hot, Score Bunny can kick. Score Bunny's kick can burn and damage opponents too. With the sack on its chest containing vicious fire energy, Score Bunny can increase its heart rate and body temperature by running around. This awakens the fighting type that it will soon become, and greatly increase the, its physical abilities.
2: You lie. It doesn't say lie. that. It says this
0: awakens. <laughs> this awakens the true power of fire energy, and greatly. How its dare you! Physical abilities. You are
1: a bad person. Yes. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. Ah, so
0: Irene, my wife, loves Square bunny and she really wants it to be firefighting. No joke. Um, because really? she loves fighting type Pokemon, uh, oh, and she okay. Irene loves, is the
2: worst kind of person.
0: She she <laughs> she loves Scorbunny. Oh, she really oh. likes Rabbit Pokemon a lot. She likes Spinaree yeah. and everything. So um, I don't think she she <laughs> she is she missed the whole time where there were three f- firefighting in a row. Now, you know, not that anyone ever brings up that there are three pure water starter Pokemon, but that's okay no. too. A when Sabol touches water, its body changes its pattern and color, allowing it to blend into its surroundings. A rather timid Pokemon, Sabol will secrete the water. Within secret. it. secrete secrete water. What does secrete mean? Separate secrete. It kind of like secrete means- oozes
1: out. Yeah.
0: Uh, the water within its body likes sweat and disappear into the surroundings when nervous or embarrassed. With tears that are potent as a hundred onions. Who wrote this?
1: Yeah, a hundred onions. With
0: tears that are potent as a hundred onions, no more, no less. Saba will start to bawl if it feels threatened. Spreading its tears around the area and causing everyone around it to cry uncontrollably. Sabo will then use this as a distraction, as a chance to escape.
1: This is Ash's Pokemon, right? Like the anime comedy of Sabo making everybody cry.
0: Uh, this is Ash's Pokemon that he doesn't evolve. Correct. Score Bunny is the one like he does I can, evolve. Like Score Bunny is the marketing Pokemon this area, right?
2: Yeah.
3: Like yeah.
0: Incineroar oh, was the obvious. Yeah, yeah, Ash is time.
2: getting a Score Bunny.
0: And Greninja was the obvious before that. Yeah. There was no way they were going to go with Chestnut. <laughs> not, no way. I, I mean, I guess we won't know, but I'm, I, I, for me, it feels like Score Bunny is the.
1: Uh, yeah, he's going to have a Score Bunny and a Sobble. Sobble it has too much comedy and wop wop, everybody's crying for them not to include that like in every episode.
2: I was so disappointed, though. Just There was like one scene in the trailer where um, Sobble comes out and it smiles. And I was like, you are a betrayal. It's everything <laughs> you're supposed to be.
1: It smiles right at the beginning. It's happy. And you're then supposed
2: there, to be a frowny boy.
1: Then it, it can be a frowny boy. Every frowny boy sometimes has a smile day.
2: No, not true. <laughs> Trust me, as king of the frowny boys, I know. <laughs>
1: Oh, as King of the Smiley Boys, I'll teach you how to have a smile day.
2: Best of luck to you, sir.
1: I know, it's not worked so far, but I'll get there eventually.
0: Okay, they showed some new Pokemon here. Yay! Uh, they have heights, weights, category, um, all that stuff. Uh, I'm not going to break down the white, the weights and the heights and stuff, but we'll go through the couple that they showed. This is the order they're, they're typing it in, so I don't Think they showed these in the order of the trailer, but the first one is Gossifloor, which is the flowering Pokemon. It's pure so grass cute. type.
1: Oh, I love it! I love
2: so it! So me too.
0: It has the ability Cotton Down or Regenerator. Gossifloor prefers land with clear water and air. Its pollen has the healing effect, and it's commonly used as folk medicine remedy. And uh, it's made into tea when given to children in the Galar region when they are ill. Gossifler travels over long distances by getting blown along the wind. It controls the direction it's travel by twisting its body and petals. Uh, the next Pokemon we have is Eldegoss, which is the...
1: Love, 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 love.
0: Cotton Bloom yeah, Pokemon.
1: real cute.
0: Also pure grass type. Same abilities, Cotton Down and Regenerator. When gossifler evolves into Eldegoss its head becomes covered in a thick cotton fluff. This cotton fluff will serve as a cushion that helps protect Eldegoss' head from damage. The tiny seeds attached to the cotton fluff are said to be highly nutritional and beneficial to both people and Pokemon. Eldegoss spreads its seeds throughout the region, making the soil of the Galar region rich in nutrients. I will say that, like, if you... Listen to that description of Eldegas, and you go back to the battle style of Milo. They said that Milo is a person that loves endurance battles. And Eldegas has uh, things that cushion and protect from damage, and with the ability Regenerator, and with Gossifler having healing abilities, I would probably assume... That that is Milo's strategy is to make that battle go out very long by healing and by protecting and by yep. doubling down on defenses. Yep.
2: It's going to be a ten-hour yep. battle. Yeah.
0: Or you just go in with a flying Pokemon and
1: <laughs> there won't be one. You won't have one by then.
2: Oh yes, you will.
0: <laughs> All right. Next Pokemon here is Wooloo, the sheep Pokemon. <sighs> it is a normal type Little. Pokemon with the abilities Fluffy. And the ability to run away. The white fur that covers Wulu's body grows throughout its life and will fully grow back in three months, even if it's been completely shorn. The fur is used for clothing, carpets, and other goods, and it is very popular in as a specialty product in Galler. Wulu lives a, uh, as a herd and will mimic the action of trainers or their herd leader. They dislike conflict, and they will escape from enemies, and to escape from enemies, they will simply roll away. No surprise here. Uh,
2: Alright, yeah, we've already said enough about Wulu, yep. that garbage yep. trash Moving Pokemon. On. Move on to the next one. Uh, Thank ooh, you, boring. next. <laughs> Thanks, Ariana Grande. Needed that. Yep. Thank you, next. Uh,
0: Wulu has been the fan favorite. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, I people
1: was, have no taste. I was neutral on Wooloo, and the internet has made me hate (laughs) Wulu.
2: I I liked uh, Wulu the first time we saw it, and it was called Mareep, and it was actually cool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, here's the thing. It's going to be the... It's the route one normal type that you're like, cute, next. But it's... Okay.
0: Uh, But it's not the rodent, right? It's not a rodent. Right. It's it's, not the rodent. So it is... it, It has to be early route, right? Because um, they show, yeah. if, you look, if you just look at the Galar map, they show like a farm right next to the starting yeah, town. Yeah, it's,
1: it's early on.
0: I think Wooloo is super cute. I, I, I have a strong suspicion that it's, it's, it's made by James Turner, which is why I like the design. Um, James Turner makes the best Pokemon. This is true. He did make Vanillite. He is mm. the art director. He did make Phantom, Pintrevin, and, and Poiple. He made Guzzlord. He, come on. He kind of makes the best Pokemon.
1: No, but he makes good pokemon, sure.
0: What is possibly better than poiple?
2: Uh, Roserade. Oh my
1: god. Correct. <laughs> I think Wooloo is cute. It it's fine. I I I don't it, think it's... For me I, it's cuteness I, I, is way overrated. And literally it's like not that it's just not that interesting to me.
0: Well, I would I would say the same thing about like R- Rockruff. Rockruff's super cute, but it's not particularly interesting
1: yeah i didn't find rock Ruff super it's interesting r- uh, rock it's Ruff is
0: really cute i think its evolutions are very cool it has i think three evolutions that evolve at different times i think their evolutions are cool they obviously had ash get one and use it and that was cool that they unveiled a new rock Ruff evolution in the anime before the games all very cool but if my, uh, I, I said my, I, I, you know, I, I think a lot of people will put Wooloo on their team, just like a lot of people put Rattata on their team, or a lot of people put Patrat on their team, or a lot of people put whatever early route this Pokemon on their team.
1: Bidoof, Sentret.
2: But what what this really is, it's, it's Go-Goat all over again. People saw that original art for X and Y and they're like, oh, Skidoo, go, go. They look so great. And then it's like you get one, you put it in a box, you move on.
0: Well, right. Because uh, here's the thing. And it's no, it's no this is not, a, I think a lot of people when I, when I said this, there was a huge discussion in Slack and stuff. And a lot of people are like, well, it's super cute and I want cute Pokemon on my team. I get that. I totally do. But like the problem is you are limited six Pokemon. Right. Hulu is early route. You are right. simply going to realize that if you send out Wulu and it cannot possibly attack, you're not going to you're going to stop sending it out. And what happens when you stop sending out a Pokemon? It quickly goes to the bottom of your list, and you will see there. Are, well, spoiler: There are probably more than six new Pokemon in this game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> probably. And,
0: and the the thing is, somebody's getting cut. You're going to realize, like very quickly,
1: Wulu is dead weight.
0: That you want something cuter. And if the, the, the Pokemon that you stop sending out in battle is the Pokemon you are going to cut, and it's going to be Wulu. The only thing that I can think that I wish is they, they need to do like another Eevee. And if Wulu is that another Eevee where it has split evolutions and it just doesn't evolve into a bigger sheep that is more normal, it's going to be cut whatever this squirrel is that they showed, also going to be cut from teams.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, I think Gossiflor is amazing. Probably going I to be too. cut from teams.
1: Nah, because Eldegoss is going to be amazing.
0: I, um, I, uh, Unless Eldegoss evolves again, probably going to be, I don't know. And you could make the same thing about Corviknight. How many people actually use Skarmory?
1: <laughs> well, do we think Corviknight will have a pre-evolution? Like, it's Corviknight, the final evolution? Yeah, let me me
0: read this real quick. Okay. Corviknight, the raven Pokemon, flying steel, with the abilities pressure and unnerve. It is said that Corviknight is the strongest Pokemon living in the skies of Galar. It can often be seen fiercely soaring through the sky. Many say that any Pokemon foolish enough to challenge Corviknight are sent running with a sharp glare and a cry from this fearsome Pokemon. Because Corviknight possesses superb flying skills and high intelligence, many of them work for the Galar Taxi and help transport people from town to town. Now, they do say this in the 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 in the direct that Corviknight is used as a taxi service. Yep. Um, there is a screenshot of Corviknight being level 65 you see its HP bar and you see its level and you see it in battle. So we do not know if it is a Skarmory, wh- whereas it does not evolve. <laughs> I don't remember ever them showing a level 65 like Pancham or like a level 65, you know, Execute, right? in like past promotional stuff.
1: I don't remember.
0: Like, I've never seen... Like, but I don't ever see... I, I don't ever remember them showing, like, a little 40 rock Because they evolved before then.
2: No, I think people think that Corviknight's gonna have a pre-evolution. Right, yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. Subsequent is, like, evolution.
0: Like, that's what I'm saying, is they don't... Like, they have never shown, you know, a well, level they showed... 40 Tora Cat because Tora Cat evolves Didn't before then.
1: did they show GoGo before they showed Skidoo? They did, yes. So...
2: Go-Goat, also a taxi. Yep. <laughs> Patterns. Learn to read them, kids.
1: Yeah. So this is replaces HM Fly. Well, I mean, if you have to taxi everywhere,
0: I would hope not.
2: I love how the taxi can only take you places you've been before. It's yep. like, you can't say, take me to the next town. Just, you nope. can only say, take me to the town I just came from. Yep.
0: Uh, take me to any town I want. You're a taxi service. You'll figure it out. Uh, an interesting, you used your GPS. An, this is
2: the worst Uber
0: ever. <laughs> an, in, an, interest, an interesting thing here. Skarmory mm. is a steel flying type Pokemon. Corviknight is a flying steel Pokemon.
1: Oh, so it'd be a pure flying type, and then you have to trade it with a metal coat.
0: Oh my gosh, please, no. No more metal coats.
1: <laughs> no more
0: dust stones, no more metal coats, no more. Just give me a Sinnoh stone, please. A lot of people like this Pokemon too.
1: I I think it's a cool design. I like the Raven's cool. I think it's cool looking. I, I I do like this design. I think it's I think it's got a lot of interest to it. I think they really took the armor knight, uh, theme and went with it pretty well. Maybe it's a Murkrow, and you have to give it a, no. <laughs> but Merkur like, evolution. We've gone
0: down this Taurus-Buffalant road again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's
0: stay away. Maybe, though. Maybe it is Gal- Galari- Galarian Merkur. S- S- yeah, I, I need to stop myself right now. Okay. <laughs> Last one. Dreadnaw. The Bite Pokemon. It's this water rock. It has the ability strong, strong Jaw or Shell Armor. It's Jagged Fangs. The jagged fangs of the bite Pokémon Dreadnought are strong and sharp enough to bite through rock and iron. Through its heavy shell and its well-developed muscles, it will allow it to move quickly. Dreadnought is known to be extremely aggressive, so it takes the skilled trainers to tame to it takes skilled trainers to tame and handle this Pokémon. It seems that some trainers will release Dreadnought back into the wild once they discover they can't oh, handle it.
1: I really like this design. I'm I do really too. Yeah. I I'm really I, I think like Dreadnought catches my it looks just very unique. Like it has it it feels it feels it just like the way they do it, it just it has like a it feels powerful. I think it's the way they did the jaws. On it, but I, I, I was very drawn to this when I first saw it. Plus, again, this one, like the screenshots, are like level fifty-five. So I'm wondering if it will have a pre-evolution.
2: Yeah, it's just its typing isn't so fantastic.
1: No, no, it's no water What's rock. A better almanite. Isn't
0: Caracosta Caraco- Caracosta Caracosta? Isn't that also Caracosta and Tirtuoga? Yeah, yeah. water rock. Well, another turtle. <laughs> or tortoise. It's a cool-looking turtle. I'm assuming turtle cuz tortoises don't swim, right? Turtles oh, let's, swim.
2: Let's let's not get down this road because you'll find like one tortoise that does swim and one turtle <laughs> that doesn't. Just leave it.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm 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 more interested in the Pokédex than the design of the Pokémon. I'm very curious if that means anything. Like does are they are they introducing a new mechanic where like We've always had the mechanic in Pokemon where if a Pokemon is too strong, it does not listen right? to you. Is there a mechanic where it doesn't listen to you because of friendship, which I'm sure some people would absolutely hate that? Is it that are you finding Dreadnaw at a very high level? Like, are you finding it at, like, level 25 when you haven't battled the first gym leader and the first gym leader says any Pokemon after level 20 obey you when you get this badge? Like, what, like, w- like so far, the pattern in this press release with the... Patterns? <laughs> L- like, the established... Like, there's a reason they picked these Pokemon, right? There's a reason they picked yeah. these Pokemon. There's a reason yep. th- they went even farther to give us the description. They showed Taxis. They said Corviknight is the Taxi. They showed Milo. They said Milo it does Endurance. Both of the Pokedexes for Gossifleur and Eldegoss speak to that. because We know that he's using these Pokemon. Um, P- 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 Wooloo is your cute thing. So <laughs> when did they say it takes a skilled trainer, trainer to tame and handle this Pokemon, it seems that some trainers will release Dreadnought back into the wild once they discover it can't, they can't handle it. Does that mean anything? That, I think, is the interesting
3: point.
1: I don't... I mean, it could be f- typical fluff, like Pokedex fluff. I don't, I don't know. No, we already talked have, about Wooloo. I know.
2: Yeah, no, I had a sense that it was more like, yeah, Pokedex grandstanding is yeah. what you'd call it, right? It feels like Pokedex. T- tell the story. I mean, it's like you, no Drifloon has ever carried the trainer off into the atmosphere, <laughs> right?
1: Now that attitude, there's a, there's a d- deep web version of Pokemon Black. Where that happened?
0: Sure. I'm sure there's a fan-made game where Drifloon <laughs> carries, carries away the your trainer. Right? Um, yep. I, I does does it evolve into a dragon? I feel like anytime they were use the words, it takes a skill trainer that usually seems like dragons, Dratini yeah. and
2: Axew and Turtle Dragon.
0: Those Pokemon are hard to level and use. Have.
1: yeah. So. I mean, it could be that this is its evolved form, and it takes a very long time to get there. I mean, it's it's like there are so many different patterns that they use. I don't know. I love the design, though.
0: Got two new Pokemon to talk about. They are legendary. Uh, and then we have to talk about encounters with Pokemon, and we have to talk about the wild area. But we'll save the best for last, and we will be right back.
3: Space,
2: virus.
0: Space virus. Alien invasion. Space virus.
1: Possessing
3: units? An mysterious. Space. Alien That's it. That's all it <laughs>
0: Assaults us. Assaults us. And we are back from our break. Let's talk about these legendary Pokemon, then we'll get to the wild area and that stuff. So, the legendary Pokemon, I've been practicing these all week. Let me see if I can say them. Zashiana and Zamazenta. I believe is how you say them. I think I do as well. There's no
1: then. A at the end of the Zashian.
0: Oh, Zashian. Sorry. Zashian and Zamazenta. Yep. Are shrouded in mystery and are unknown even to those who live in the Galar region. Zacian's attacks are so graceful that its movement captivates its opponents, holding what appears to be a sword in its mouth. I don't know what else it could be, Game Freak.
1: Looks like (laughs) a sword to me. It's a sword. Poor puppy has to hold a sword in its mouth. How does it eat?
0: Zacian's shining blade can cut through anything. With majestic movements and what appears to be a shield covering its body, Zamazenta can turn back any attack and overwhelm any opponents they, that it dares to face. And that's all we know. We don't know height. We don't know weight. We don't know ability. We don't know, ability, we don't know types.
2: Well, what we do know is that this is now a um, Pokemon Cardfight Vanguard crossover because <laughs> there's a card in Vanguard called Wingull Brave that is literally a dog with a sword in its mouth.
0: I believe there's also a dog... With a sword in its mouth and Dark Souls, yeah. And Dark Souls the official Dark Souls Twitter actually tweeted at the official Pokemon Twitter when this Pokemon was shown, which is very funny.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. and Are you ready to get real, real? Yep. Loki's child Fenrir, I, which I believe we discussed as Pokemon of the Week at one point in time, mm-hmm. uh, has a sword in its mouth.
0: Yep. I'm not even going to start of what types these Pokemon could be. You know, you would think uh, Solgaleo would have been a
2: fire type.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, you want to say they're both steel, but, like, they probably won't be.
2: Way too early to tell.
1: Yeah. All right. I, I, lo- I, in general, like the design. Uh, yeah. They're they're a little complicated, but not overly um, so. I just feel bad that he has to carry a sword in his mouth the entire so time. So,
2: my my issue is uh, Shieldio, or whatever his name is. Um, Zambazeta? Look- yeah, looks so much like Pyroar. Honestly, like male Pyroar. Yeah, kinda. I'm like, I can eh. see it. Oh,
0: uh,
3: yeah, I
2: don't know. Yeah.
0: I think this is the... It's not a problem with, like, new legendaries, but I think sometimes they look very complicated when you first see them. I remember the first time seeing Reshiram and Zekrom, and I'm like, what is... Ha- why are these so complicated? Yeah. And now, like, looking back, they're really not... Um. Same thing with, like, Soge- Sogalio, Sogalio and Lunala. They looked very complicated when they first came out. So I think it's just hard to, when you only have, like, three seconds of footage and, like, two stills, it's kind of hard to wrap your head around them. But we'll see. Uh, these are w- wolves, <laughs> which I guess yep. what we expected, <laughs> because the top of the swords were wolves.
2: They're the legendary cats, I'm sure.
3: Yeah,
0: So Sogalio and Pyroer are lions. These are wolves. They look like yep. wolves. I don't think there's any yep. debate here. Now, did you guys hear the CMY CMYK theory?
1: Yeah.
3: No.
0: I did. Okay, I'll explain it. It's actually really interesting, and I really like it as somebody who studied colors in college. Okay, I'll break it down real quick. If I'm slightly wrong, I apologize. Mazenta is the actual Japanese pronunciation of magenta.
2: Interesting.
0: And za translates to the English word the. Forgive me, I don't know how to break this apart. It's za-shian. So shian is the Japanese word for cyan. So it is the cyan, the magenta, is what it would translate to English, is how you would break down these names, ideally. hmm And if you're unfamiliar with CMYK, I, I don't, do they, I, I went to design school, so I have, like, no clue. Do they teach this in, in, 100%
2: like... 100% no. No. Okay. I right. live the Pantone life, I, thank you.
0: I don't want to sound like...
2: Too late, you snob. <laughs>
0: no. uh, for those that don't know... Uh, when you you print with actual ink on printers, I'm trying to not sound like I'm making this super dumb. I just don't know how much like people actually know about this. Use four colors. Use cyan, magenta ye- and yellow and black. Although cyan, magenta and yellow can make black, but sometimes you want like really, really you want like black, black. Which is like weird to say, but there are different types of black, uh, which is another whole design process thing. So if you're ever designing in like Photoshop or Illustrator, there are a couple of color settings you can set to. Uh, RGB is what you would want if you're designing something for the web. Um, and you have a lot more colors to work with than CMYK. So if you were to send something RGB that you've designed in RBG to print, the colors will not be the same at all. Uh It will look similar, right? Like, it will try to print as well as possible. It will try to match your red to your red. If you're designing something specifically for print, this would be, like, business cards or a poster or even something for a t-shirt. Uh You would want to make sure your setting is in CMYK. And I'm sure half the people listening to yep. this probably know, but some people who have never designed anything in their life probably don't know, Um because the printer can only print in cyan, magenta, yellow, and black.
1: Well, it's... Because of the differences of primary color. So primary color of light is red, green, blue. But primary colors of dye are red, blue, yellow. So they don't translate the same. Which is why you have to switch over. Because our primary colors, when we make dyes, the they're different. So, like, you see the primary colors of light come up a lot. You know, red, green, blue appears a lot in a lot of TVs, a lot of things like the lightsaber colors in Star Wars are red, blue, and green because those are the primary colors of light. Web page design, because you're dealing with a light fixture, have to go with the primary colors. And so they have a different color wheel than when you're having to print something. Because the primary colors, when we're using them as dyes, are a completely different set. It's the yellow, it's the red-blue-yellow instead of the red-blue-green. And a lot of people get very angry when you say their primary colors are red, blue, and green, but those are the primary colors of light, and the primary colors of dye and paint are red, blue, and yellow. It's also,
0: like, weird when you talk about whites and blacks, because in printing, white is essentially nothing, but in, like, computers, white is, like, everything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so if you mix red, green, blue, in light, it becomes white. Because it's all colors, whereas if you mix them in dye, they become, well, supposedly become black, but it becomes brown. So, like, they're different saturations. Like, th- they're different color right. theories. <laughs> but I think it's important to sort of point out that we have still two legendaries that are red and blue, effectively cyan being the bluish, magenta being the red. Which means reddish, we're
2: missing a yellow.
1: Or a green.
2: Yes that whatever was flying by. Because
1: it depends of what they're... Because what they were in a green field in the uh, trailer. It, it strongly hints that, it you know, keeping in their red, blue, green that they use for everything in Pokemon, that the next one will probably be some sort of green. But if they are going with the dyeing aspect, C-M-Y-K aspect or whatever, then it would be yellow. So, I mean, they've done both. Obviously, they've done red, blue, yeah. yellow, red, blue, green. This could also so,
0: this could this could also be the first time they do four Pokemon instead of three. Could be because if if they are fully going CMYK, it would feel a little weird that they would leave out the K. <laughs> um, but who knows? That that's just a fun theory. That uh, I mean, it, it, it's not like we went outside uh, of the trailer right you just break down what the names mean right it's no secret that uh zamenta means magenta
1: (laughs) yeah right i mean it's red and blue and they're colored you know they're colored red and blue and gold so people are picking up on the yellow
0: we'll see i think that's really cool i think that's really interesting as somebody who you know had to work at printing press as part of my design thing and getting cmyk right and knowing that one is based off cyan and one's based off magenta i think that's very fun yeah who knows if they actually do anything with it i'm sure they they do put a lot of thought into legendary pokemon uh so we'll see uh, we see the two Pokemon in the trailer fight each other, and then they stop fighting each other, and they look as something else is approaching. Right. Who knows if they're just, like, friendly fighting, because that's, like, a, I, uh, it's like a thing that knights and them do, like, sparring off with each yeah. other.
2: it's sparring. Well, and doggies
0: like to play, that way, play that way, too. Doggies play
1: that way, too. Having two dogs, they do it all the time.
0: So Galea and Lunala never fought. They just fought Necrozma. They didn't fight each because other. Because they weren't right.
2: doggies. And they are also <laughs> one different One was a times bat a and one was a lion,
1: yeah. <laughs> one was the sun and one was the moon, and the sun and the moon don't fight. Not
0: with that attitude.
1: I was oh. waiting for that one.
0: Zekrom and Rushram did not
1: fight.
2: Well, they didn't they... exist in the same universe. Right.
0: Right, because they're like separations of Kiram or whatever, the absence of well, Kiram or whatever I mean, that so was.
1: So, Zekrom... Zekrom and Reshiram were once the same Pokemon, and then due to the fighting of the two brothers, they got split. They got split. That was the
2: movie. That was the movie. Don't get the movie involved in there. But that's
1: the lore. Yeah, that that is the lore. lore. That is the lore. Yeah, like, sure. uh, Yeah, uh, because
2: Chorus explains how.
0: No, N explains in Black and White 2 how they're the separation. No, I
2: mean, the two brothers part is. I don't think that's the part of it. I, I. I yeah, thought that's that it split when it came to Earth, and then Kyurem is the void between them. No, it was... This is they, Gen they, 5. We're, we're, we're beyond right. Gen 5. Yeah, well, uh, we're, whatever. We're in Galar here.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're like the separation, and Kyurem is like the ex- ex- exoskin. Uh, what was before that? Oh, Kyogre and Groudon fought, right? Yeah, Kinda? they did. Oh, yeah.
2: heck yeah, they did.
0: Uh, heck yeah. That was your global warming game right there. Pokemon ahead of the curve.
1: Oh, Ho- uh, Lugia.
0: They Lugia, did not fight. They, they didn't fight. They
1: were, they were fighting. But these two,
0: these two, I would, uh, my guess is that they live in harmony together.
1: Yeah, probably. And then something disrupts that harmony. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah.
0: Whereas like the other ones, they either they didn't know each other existed or they did and they hated each other, which I guess is new. Okay. Encounters with Pokemon. Battles with wild Pokemon in tall grass or caves will occur when players run into that Pokemon that they can see wandering around. I'm going to repeat that. Battles with wild Pokemon in tall grass or caves will occur when the players run into that Pokemon that they can see wandering around. Some Pokemon will pursue the player once they see them and others will run away. The exclamation mark that appears above the tall grass also seems to be an indicator that a wild Pokemon is hiding there. So we have
2: Pokemon in the overworld? Is that what you're telling me? Yep.
0: Yes. Yep. Yep. Which they did not show in the first trailer.
1: No, they did not. And I'm also wondering if it's a thing where... Because they also mentioned wild there. We're talking about that a bit. But it, it feels like you're more likely to see them in the overworld after you've run into them the first time. So I'm wondering if like the first route will be there won't be any and then as you encounter things you'll start seeing them in the overworld like they'll transition to being in the overworld
0: oh yeah i I, yeah that's that's like i mean obviously these trailers are very controlled of what they exactly want to show and what they exactly did not want to show and they i do not think that this is some weird like they backtracked a lot of people including myself that were upset during the first trailer that they showed what looked to be a wild encounter. A backtrack of Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Um, and there are some people that were very excited that wild encounters were back. I don't understand those people. <laughs> but that's fine. But I don't think for a second they heard that backlash and tried to like fix it and remedy it.
1: No, they did
0: I think they just did not want to show it yet. Because they wanted the reaction... Of what they got, which was people losing their minds that the thing that they thought in the first trailer was not the entire picture. And I'm very excited. Let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. Say what you will about it. It's a main series game. Yep. And it did something that Pokemon needed for a long, long, long time, which is getting rid of wild battles. They are an illusion. They make it feel like you're, you're, you're. They make it f- feel like you're doing something when in reality you're not. Right? Like it's w- literally wasting your time with that illusion of like you're making progress. But it is such an old and outdated mechanic, and it is annoying to walk through a cave or swim. As somebody who's been playing a lot of Heart, Gold Soul Silver, that illusion is broken. Right? If I'm surfing. From Point A to point B, there. The, look, you're not fooling me. It's going to be a Goldeen. It's always a Goldeen. Every four <laughs> steps, it is a Goldeen. It is nothing else. For some reason, Game Freak has this obsession with Goldeen and they put it in every game black and white, two X and Y, heart gold, soul silver. Look, there are other fish Pokemon. You're not fooling me. It's going to be Goldeen. Could every have been a single Time And they uh, use no other water Pokemon in this game. I don't understand. The quote-unquote solution is just use a Repel, which is the problem, right? (sighs) Yeah. If I have to go out of my way to spend money on an item to turn off a mechanic, your mechanic is a problem. It was fine for the first couple games. Look, 1998... 2002 2006 all different times in video games but if i don't want to run into a zubat don't let me run into a zubat it's really simple (laughs) so i'm very excited for this so i i i'm sure there are people who enjoy that wild battle mechanic i can't think of a single like popular 2016 plus game that is still relying on a wild battle mechanic um, even something like the very popular Persona 5, like, you can see the creatures. If you want to encounter them, you have that choice. If you don't, you don't. Yep. And so I am personally very excited for this to be back. We don't know the full aspect of that, of course. Um They give us this line of battles with wild Pokemon in grass or caves. You have to run into the Pokemon that you can see wandering around. I think on top of all that, of you know, you know, spinning in the grass for eight hours looking for a 1% spawn, encounters in the overworld still offer that randomness, right? If, if a Pokemon is a 1% spawn, whether or not it is wild or whether or not it is in overworld is still to chance. The only difference is you're not, the difference between the two is you're not hitting the runaway button over and over again. That is literally the only difference. It is still the percentage is still the random, but on top of all that, my last thing is it just makes the Pokemon world feel so alive. Yes. If anything out of this trailer was effective, we'll start with the thing people hated the most, which was sorry, Dynamax. 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 Battle Max is my, is, is, is my, uh, Pokemon Z, uh, feature. Um, (laughs) The thing that people walked away the most of was the wild area. Yeah. Which had overworld Pokemon as well. I think, like, yep. that is what people were the most excited for. And it's because, I, I mean, it's for a bunch of reasons, but it's m- because those wor- that world looked and instantly felt lived in.
1: Yeah, it, it felt uh, fell alive. It felt very much alive.
2: Can I give you the real spoiler for the wild area? Are you ready for it? Yeah. I'm sure you can handle it.
1: Nope, but I'm I'm ready.
2: That's going to be the first step to Pokemon MMO.
1: Yep. I'm excited. Yep.
2: Absolutely. 100%. That you are going to be able to walk around in that area with your friends. You're going to do raids there, and you're going to be able to do all kinds of activities with your friends in that specific area. Up to four people. That's fine. I only that's have right. four friends if I borrow somebody for the day.
0: They have, spe- uh, they have specifically said up to four people. I yep. do not buy in. Okay. I knew you guys four were going to bring this up. Four people it's is not an
2: MMO.
1: Uh, it is too. In- oh, good.
2: It's Every- MMO. I said the first step towards an MMO. The Monster Every Hunter's dungeon. MMO enough no, for me it, and that's, that's four people.
1: Every dungeon. In Final Fantasy XIV is four people. Every dungeon.
0: That's more, that is, like, an MMO is more than just running a dungeon.
1: Yeah, it's also a, a huge part of a solo game where you're running quests and doing things on your own. The only you're thing be, that's missing from this are, here. are very large raids at the end, which, as people have said, this is the first step. There aren't huge large raids in this one, which they may never go to, but it still makes it an MMO experience.
0: I just don't think four people make it an MMO. Yes, experience. it does. Like How I was letters What would...
2: MMO stand for?
0: Malta, massive multiplayer online, online. game
2: Okay, so so this is an LMO, a, l- a little multiplayer online. I mean, there, there are
0: games. Know. There are games that kind of push that, right? Like um, Destiny or like Dauntless. Like in Dauntless, for yeah. example, you drop into a hub area which has people running around. And you can emote with them, and then when you go on a hunt, it goes up to four. Like, games are pushing towards that, but that is not the same as an MMO. Like, that is like... I think like... we just
2: don't have enough terms to give something specific to this. This is just as close as we're getting to a Pokemon MMO at this point in time.
1: It's the first step.
0: Okay, but uh, that that's... The, sure, it is a step there, fine, but you are also... <laughs> This is the same company, let me remind you, that made Festival Plaza. Yeah. I I I just I I think the wild area is cool. I just have I I am not I am okay. This is what this is what I like hate about trailers and hate not knowing stuff is because like people go people see this and they have these like huge imaginations about like what it could possibly be like the people who are like, "Oh, it's our first step to MMO." And it's just like hard for me to believe that because like like I've been in that song and dance before and I hate it right so like when the Wii was first coming out this is like my best example I think I've maybe brought this up like a year ago when the Wii came out I was in line to play the Wii at some concert right like Nintendo was touring the Wii you could play it early it was like two months before the Wii came out everyone was like going wild about the motion controls and how it was going to change the world of first person shooters spoiler that didn't happen but like the thing that drove me crazy is I'm like standing in line to play I don't know Excite Truck or Excite Bike or whatever Excite Truck I think was a launch game for the Wii and there are two dudes in front of me and they're like oh I'm so excited for Red Steel do you guys remember Red Steel
1: I remember people being excited about it
0: it was the it was the shooting game slash sword game it was a launch game made by Ubisoft and they were like Man, I'm so excited for Red Steel. I can't wait to jump online and do the four players. It's going to be like GoldenEye all over again. I can't wait to shoot. It's going to feel so good. They like went on this huge thing of just like being so excited for Red Steel and how they were going to do this multiplayer and how they were going to swing their sword around. Red Steel was a bad game. It was universally bad. The motion controls didn't work. No shooter on the Wii reinvented first-person shooters or... Sword play. On top of that, that game didn't even have online. (laughs) It didn't have four player online battles. They just like went down this rabbit hole and I'm just sitting there in front of them as they went down. And like, I feel this way now about the wild area where people see it and they're like, this is it. This is the start of this Pokemon MMO. Like, what? (laughs) I don't think so. I think it will be well, cool. I'm not boy, saying you know, that. I thought
2: I hated Christmas, but you are the real Grinch here. Here's it's like why thing. can't you're, we have some hopes and dreams? Why like you guys? Why are you got- here's-
0: no. You guys are talking about the same company in Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, where you can't even walk between two trainers because the hitboxes are so
2: close. That's, like, that's there's the so other many, like, team that does development. This but, is the other other team. Oh, Look, sure, is, these is, are the people that did the 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 entree in black and white that lets you go as a little creature into yeah, somebody else's game and run up to them. These are the people
0: who made Festival Plaza. Like,
2: what? Like, no, that's, yeah. that's the other team.
1: <laughs> so you, you, you're acting like... They haven't gone through improvements and changes and they test things. Yeah, they test a lot of things. Some work, some don't. They have models. So if people are excited to be able to play Pokemon with a bunch of their friends, this is definitely a first step towards that. What will that finally look like? Will it be a full-fledged MMO? Who knows? The pieces are there and they could do it. People are excited to have a better way of playing with their friends than just let's just trade. Like well, we don't they know have if it's
0: been... better though. Like it looks great on paper, but we have it no clue great. how it connects.
1: Right. We but don't like what's again, what's wrong with being excited about that? Right? Like it looks like a great first step. It it's a it bomb. We
2: have we have hope. It, it sure. could yeah, it could be garbage, but we have but, hope.
1: But it looks fun. Like it looks better than the raids we currently have in Pokemon Go. Like, they are Ugh. clearly they are clearly working towards that sort of idea, right? Like having a bunch of people being able to do big things together. That is an established thing in Pokemon Go. Now, Pokemon Go doesn't do it great because battling in that game is terrible. But we're going to take incremental steps towards that, and this is an incremental step towards it. If it doesn't work, if people hate it, if it just does not fly, it may not continue. But we don't know until we see it. So there's nothing saying, like, saying that it's absolutely not a step towards an MMO is just saying, I don't want to hope that way because I've been disappointed before.
0: Oh, I've that been disappointed your before.
1: That but, is the like, argument. That's the you, you the you can,
0: you can look at other games, That too. are matches. Okay, so look, look at how many people were demanded for uh, forts to come back, and they did not Omega Ruby off of Sapphire, and, like, no one used it. And, a like, lot
1: of people use it. You didn't use it. No, there that were- That doesn't mean a lot of people didn't use it.
0: I mean Blissey bases were a thing, but how like Blissy
1: Bases were a thing, a lot of things were a how thing. Many, Again, how
0: many unique bases did you visit? Like, 50. like three? Oh no. no, no,
2: no. More than that. Yeah. There
1: were a lot. But even if like, you
0: visited them, there was nothing to do.
1: Yes. They didn't you tell, there you
2: was, step on the musical tile. There was like. a
1: bunch of there were things to do. Was there a lot to do? No. Was that a limitation of what they currently had for hardware? Yeah, somewhat. But people could create gyms, you could battle friends, you could do a bunch of different things. It was a step. Was it a great step? That depended on on you. You didn't use it? Fine, you didn't use it. I used it a lot. Like, there's a lot of people who will say, oh, I never used this, and so therefore it wasn't popular. Like, that's not necessarily A to B. You didn't use it. A lot of people did. What sends to stick around is if they can make it work and it's a viable step towards what they want. This wild area and battling with your friends is clearly a step. They get it from Pokemon Go. A lot of people do raids. A lot of people don't talk during raids, and the (laughs) raid system in Pokemon Go is garbage. But they still do them, and a lot of people find value from them. We talk about the value we get from doing it with our friends. So they're bringing it into this game. Is that a step towards MMO? Absolutely. Will we get there? I don't know. But simply saying, well, all these other games didn't do it right, sure, but a lot of other games have, have done it, and successfully have done it. There are a million mobile MMOs coming out. It's not like the MMO market is a, is a complete failure. It is absolutely changing to lighter, smaller, and more focused on friends. Final Fantasy even does it. Most of its content is for people. Destiny does it. Most of the things are small groups of friends. So to say that this is not that way is just you being stubborn about it because you've been disappointed before. That's not an accurate statement. That's your opinion about it.
0: I I, th- I think that like those situations, though, and I think the point I'm trying to get across is like there's so many variables to get that to work right.
1: Right. There are. Absolutely.
0: Another good example is going back to Festival Plaza. Universally.
1: Y- oh universally not people hated it a a lot of people hated it and a lot of people liked it that's not a universal i would say people tended to be more negative towards it because there simply just wasn't a ton to do but But there there was a a ton ton to do that's my
0: point is like festival plaza was actually really cool and there was like a lot of things to do and level up and that it would like auto do your evs and it would do uh it would go fetch you stuff like there was so much to do and like I felt like no one even touched that, and so my
1: well, that felt like I touched it a lot. I know a lot of people who spend a lot of time in there leveling their things to better train. I know a lot of people who uh,
2: bottle caps
1: who also used it to buy all the clothes from the other games, so they could have a complete set of outfits. Like people used it. I mean, it's easy to always find all of the negative examples of people not using it because they are absolutely the loudest and they fill they fill the internet. But I know a ton of people who did use it. Does that mean it necessarily came back, or was that the iteration that they wanted? No. It probably won't be the way they go going forward, because they want to do other things and try to expand it in other ways. But to say that universally people hated the Festival Plaza ignores all the people that used it a ton. Like, my, my castle's, well, you like, can, you level You can use something a ton.
0: That doesn't mean it's good.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's bad, either. Oh, it was bad. It wasn't terrible. It was bad
0: it was... because, like, it, like, until somebody just took the second, like, a couple of seconds to be like, oh, you know, like, there's like a million different restaurants you can add and level up, and you know, it could do this. Like, nowhere does the game, like, tell you that or explain. The game does it
1: again. They do a terrible job of explaining a bunch of things. And that's that like is the, like, like a universal for a lot of games. They and I'm not, I,
0: I'm definitely not saying the wild area is going to be bad. That's not what I'm saying. On paper, sometimes things do not work. For example, Master Trainers. We all were excited for Master Trainers. I went out of my way because at the start of that, people hated it. They were like, this is boring. This is not fun. You're just toxic. I went out of my way and I found the good ones. There are good ones. But overall, that system was disappointing. And again, I'm not saying the wild area is disappointing. It looks cool on paper. It looks cool here. I, I just get frustrated when people the, the, what what will happen is people will say like i can't wait to do this i can't wait to do this i can't wait to do this in the wild area we don't know if you can do this and then all right. of a sudden their expectations are this sucked why didn't it do this why didn't it do that we don't know what it's going to do i'm sure what it will do will be fine using the pokemon go thing very smart as somebody who likes go makes sense I don't know if that is enough to convert people who play Go to come play this.
1: Don't know. We don't know. But I-, I think it's I think it looks I think it potentially looks like a lot of fun. Like it could be terrible. It could be great. Don't know.
2: Yes. Don't know. It has potential.
1: It has a lot of potential. And that's what I'm excited about. But again, everybody you know, like, you know, it's the same hype around Wooloo. Everybody gets excited about it and it could be terrible. Right? Like it could evolve into something Awful. It could have terrible stats. It could be a whole bunch of terrible things. But I I think there's a lot of potential there, and I hope they use that potential.
0: Yeah, I think I think it was the coolest part they showed. Um yep. I didn't read it, sorry, we should probably read what we're arguing about. The wild area is a vast expanse uh, The Wild Area is a vast expanse of land in the Gala region with untamed wilderness. It is full of nature and connects several different towns and cities. Trainers will find a greater variety of Pokemon living in the wild area anywhere else in the Galar region. The Pokemon encountered in the wild area will change depending on factors like weather or location. So trainers might see something new each time they visit. While the wild area while in the wild area players can control the camera to explore the vast areas and search for Pokemon and items. So this is the only place that you can actually control the camera. Yep. Max Raid Battles, a new Battle format will take place in the wild area in which a player can team up with three others to take on wild Dynamax Pokemon. Players will get a chance to catch the wild Dynamax Pokemon if they defeat it, but it won't go down easily. This is my one thing of like, hmm, you said master trainers were hard, but they weren't. That's fine. As long as it's fun. The wild Dynamax Pokemon remain in their giant form until the battle is over. And have other unique powers. Closed teamwork is the key to success because only one trainer involved in the battle can Dynamax their Pokemon. Some player, some Pokemon can only be caught in Max Raid battles. Max Raid Pokemon can become even more fun when the player connects with friends to battle via the Nintendo Switch Online. If three other trainers are not available to participate in Max Raid Battles, support trainers will automatically be added to the player's team to help with wild Dynamax Pokemon.
1: I'm excited for it.
2: Me too. I'm excited for the potential, and we'll see how it it turns out.
0: Yep. I think the thing that will do best for the wild area and Max Raid Battles is actually like the connection part, right? How easy is it to play with my friends. I think that is that is like the key to making this work. I think with like with me and Will and Destiny, it was very easy to join each other's fire team. It was very easy to start a mission. It was very easy to go, go, go. With Monster Hunter World, not as easy. <laughs> oh, you didn't do this story. Well, you gotta go do the story, see the cutscene. Okay, now back out. Yeah. Okay, now we can go in together. Yeah. That is a huge thing. So we'll, we'll see. That's what I'm hoping for the most. I'll worry about the content in it, the connection. If they get that right, that's a, that's a huge first step. Um, and so I hope that who knows what they're going to do with friends list. Is it going to have a separate friends list? Is it going to have the same? Is it going to be a three-digit code? Is it going to be unique session IDs? Hopefully they get that right. I have faith. Finally, each Pokemon has an ability which can have certain effects during battles while out exploring or in both. In Pokemon Sword and Shield, Gossifleur and Eldegoss can possess new Cotton Down ability. When this Pokemon has an ability and is hit by an attack, it will send out a Cotton Fluff that will lower the speed stat of other Pokemon. That's our first new ability. And finally, any, trainers that tr- uh, any Pokemon that trainers find or catch during their adventures in Sword and Shield will have their information registered in the Pokédex. The Pokédex in these titles are actually part of the player's Rotom phone. Rotom phone is the home of Rotom, a Pokémon that can enter various electrical appliances. A player's Rotom phone can do more than that. For example, it can be attached to a bike to make it move faster on land or even travel fast over water if the bike is modified.
1: Also,
0: Also, there's a squirrel...
1: There's a a squirrel somewhere.
0: It has a very big tail. We don't know what it looks like, but it's in there if you look for it. It's just like a silhouette. It's really hard to make out. Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, evil squirrel is a real bad guy.
1: Yeah. Evil, evil, evil squirrel.
0: We probably (sighs) missed some stuff. We could probably break down the trailer slower, but I think we'll we'll leave it for that. The wild area is the most exciting. It gave me first thoughts of Breath of the Wild.
1: Yep. We'll I, just if, like the, I like it the
2: Dynamax out. areas. I think that's yeah. cool that they have the light that cool. comes out of the ground.
1: I'm excited for that. I think it'd just be fun. I think it's a fun new way to interact with an area, if nothing else.
0: Let's uh, let's put question of the week on Backburner. We'll do two next week. Yeah, uh, And then let's have Will do Pokemon of the week.
2: Yeah, because I think we're going to have a riot if we don't give away what the
0: <laughs> Pokemon <laughs> was last week.
2: Do you guys have a guess?
0: I do. Wait, what was the four clues?
2: Uh, I'll give you some clues. Uh, do you want me to read the poem again? It's very short. Sure. All right. Yeah. The The poem is, and I'm going to read it a little differently because we've now had a week and I'm disappointed that only one person on Twitter kind of got close. So let me read it a little differently. Gaze. Outer space. To gain power. Hover stones in air. Obey them in your dreams. Reuniclus could not be found here. In battle, it may hold in place. The opponent who seeks to flee the scene. All except ghosts are transfixed by their controlling gaze. What's your guess?
1: I have no clue. My guess is Gotharita.
2: Greg, you are correct. Congratulations. You win the prize. All right. So, beyond the fact. That saying Re- Reuniclis could not be found here says version exclusive. So it's yep. obviously the Gothitelle line. If you wrote it out as a poem, the first line is one word. The second line is two words. The third line is three words. The fourth, etc., etc., And the first letter of each line spells Gotharita. And the last thing I said to everybody was I spelled it out for you. And you guys need to pay attention. Yeah. Gotharita is known for hovering stones in the air to yep. mark the place of stars, which stars are in outer space. And it takes control of people while they're sleeping and has them pretend to be their friends.
0: Uh, some, tri- yeah. some trivia here. Gotharita shares the category with Grumpig. They are both known as the Manipulate Pokemon. And Gatharita represents September in the Unova horoscope. Nice.
1: Nice. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I went, I went to the full scope. The shuffle icon is super cute. The shiny is meh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's
1: really meh. It's just like a light brain. And I'm not impressed. All right, Well, What's next week?
2: All right. This week's is going to be much easier for you guys. You're going to get it real fast. All right, this is the start of it, because I wrote it a little weird. A few unrelated, related pieces to guide you to this week's Pokémon. When I was a wee lad living in Bedford, New York, there was a small pond near our home. The pond was known for containing a large number of reptiles, of which I was terrified. These reptiles are known, you see, for their tendency to bite. As I was four years old at the time, the thought of being bitten and being told by some that they would bite my finger right off was enough to keep me away from the pond. While these reptiles were honored in 2006 by New York State, if you were to look up footage of them on the internet, you would be horrified. A gentleman by the name of Coyote certainly shows no restraint in demonstrating how dangerous these creatures can be. Another type of danger comes from battleships of the 20th century. Much like Kleenex and Xerox, The name of a particular battleship launched in 1906 was applied to all ships made to the same size and configuration as the original. These large battleships were known for only carrying large guns, no smaller guns as ships in the past had been known to carry. After 1906, these ships became all the rage throughout World War I, but there was only ever a single battle between fleets of these ships in 1916. As a student of grand strategy and geopolitics, I always understood naval structure to be based around carrier battle groups. I guess they needed a different name before the debut of water-based flight, launch, and land. I also find it extremely interesting that the name for the original battleship was taken from an old term for an overcoat and not meaning do not fear. This week's Pokémon benefits from an ability that boosts the following moves, as far as we know so far, by 50%. Bite, Crunch, Fire Fang, Hyper Fang, Ice Fang, Poison Fang, Psychic Fangs, Thunder Fang. It is an ability that only 7 Pokémon have so far. As a bonus for the vigilant listener, this week's Pokémon shares its type combination with another Pokémon line, a line that was distinctly featured in the cartoon. This two episode arc in the cartoon was notable because it leaned heavily on a very convenient concept of time travel being available to the protagonists. That's it. That's all you get, kids.
0: All right. All right. So easy.
2: So easy.
0: I will, uh, we will, we will be back next week. I am sure we're probably, uh, I'm sure we'll probably get a little bit more at E3. E three, uh, the Nintendo E three yeah. is on. Are they doing a treehouse? Yes, they will be doing. Uh, Sword and Shield will be playable on the show floor at E three. Um, so I'm sure somebody will probably play the first area, probably where the Wulu are. I would guess, probably that like farm area. Yeah, where I'm people sure. will be one. able to play. So I'm sure we'll get some details there. Uh, I'm sure you don't probably don't have to wait for those people to play. I'm sure the treehouse people will play through that first area (laughs) Yep, Uh, and we'll get some details there. I would suspect we'll probably get one to two new Pokemon from that. Probably that squirrel Um, because it'll my assumption is it's an early route Pokemon. So uh, we'll be back next week with that. It is also Pokemon Go Fest this upcoming weekend. So first off, no streaming Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because I will be in the Chicago area. If you are in the Chicago area, I should be there Thursday night, all day Friday, and all day Saturday. I am sorry, we'll not be there on Sunday because we have to record. So if you are there, not at Go Fest, just in the Chicago area, please tweet at me at Pokemon Podcast. Or at dragging a lake if you are in Slack or if you are in Discord, you can get a hold of me there. I'm literally going that weekend to meet up with people and to play Pokemon Go and to do some raids. So if you want to tag along, say hi, whatnot, just very, very easy to get a hold of, as well as Will and Greg. Will is at washing yep. the sink, Greg is at white wing. Feel free to reach out. We will be talking about Go Fest on the next podcast. I'm not sure how much or how long. But the E3 news will take priority um, for the Sword and Shield. I suspect GoFest will be just a glorified community day, like always. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. It should be. I'm fun. I'm excited. Uh, community days are fun. Uh, so we will be back next week. Have be safe. Have fun. Uh, di- get, get 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 hogged, hammed up for Dynamax. Hammed for Dynamax. And uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon podcast, and we are.
2: Super effective.
1: Super secret squirrel. it?
0: like every podcast on the internet we are funded by patreon this is a shout out to all the supporters at the producer tier on patreon a huge thank you to alex anthony Catherine, matthew jeffrey kevin and cygnus if you would like to join our community and support the podcast you can head over to isc.cash for
3: more information